Hello, these are your hosts, Grace and Kim. Hi. From the MISN CAP team. This podcast is under the Real Women's Forum and aims to serve and discuss themes on trust and relationships, sexual health, hygiene, racial issues, and misogyny, among other things. One of those things is the addition of subjects that pertain to youth. And we have created a new section under our podcast named Adolescence with an X, where we will discuss topics that particularly relate to youth. Before we start, a small disclaimer, the Real Women's Forum podcast does not issue any medical advice. Instead, the podcast serves as a safe and brave space for women and other members of the community to discuss, voice common concerns, and share their experiences. We encourage you to visit MISN's website to seek information on specialized programs regarding health insurance, improving birth outcomes, and educating teens on the risks of being sexually active. Today, we are here with Patricia Ocasio from Hudson Valley Community Services, as well as members of our Baby Cafe. And for our listeners out there who may not know what the Baby Cafe is, the Baby Cafe is a safe space that offers free information for parents in a relaxed and informal environment. The Baby Cafe meets the second Monday of every month from 10 to 12, as well as every fourth Monday from 3 to 5. So before we begin, I would like to briefly introduce who we are. Grace and I are part of the CAP team. We provide youth services within the Orange, Ulster, and Sullivan counties with the goal of building healthy relationships with the youth in our community, as well as help empower them and their dreams through education. Our programs discuss a variety of topics such as sexual health, positive youth development, personal and professional development, mental health, as well as overall health and well-being. For more information on our services and programs, please visit our website. As I mentioned before, we are here with Patricia Ocasio. Um, we'll be talking about sexual health and risk reduction. Welcome, Patricia, and thank you for being here with us today. Hello. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, once again, my name is Pat Ocasio. I work for Hudson Valley Community Services. I'm the Women Prevention Specialist, and what that means is that I offer all women a safe and secure feeling for them to feel empowered and have the opportunity to have a voice and also have choices related to the health care. So para esas mujeres que están interesadas, yo como Patricia Ocasio le ofrezco servicios de mujeres para que ellas mismas tomen su decisión en todo lo que tenga que ver con su salud mental y su salud sexual también. Our agency and organization also has different services on care management, transportation, housing, emergency financial services, support groups. We also do HIV and Hep C testing. We do HIV education in prisons and the local jails, sexual health empowerment. Eh, también nosotros tenemos servicios adicionales que nuestra agencia ofrece como transportación, seguro médico, cualquier asistencia para su casa. Hacemos el examen gratis del VIH, hepatitis. También tenemos grupos para darse aliento el uno al otro. Hacemos eh, servicios en las prisiones para aquellos que están interesados de sus programas y están adentro de la prisión, reciben también todos nuestros servicios. Eh, también tenemos información sexual para darle poder y voz y voto a que que quieren decidir protegerse en contra del VIH y enfermedades transmitidas sexualmente. So we also offer syringe exchange program for those who are intravenous drug users. Uh, we also uh, offer harm reduction, uh, substance use disorder services, 
and conductive behavioral interventions. It just means that we connect them to how they could provide services within their county jails. También tenemos un sistema de navegación para aquellos que tienen hepatitis. Tenemos un programa de cambios de jeringuillas para aquellas personas que utilizan jeringuillas para que tengan un lugar muy seguro y pueden dar sus jeringuillas usadas y le dan unas nuevas. Eh, también tenemos eh, consejería para aquellas personas que están en las prisiones y quieren servicios que nosotros ofrecemos. So those are our core services that we have. Esos son los servicios adicionales que nosotros ofrecemos. Si está interesada, siempre puedes llamarnos uh, al 845 260 For those of you who are interested in any of the services, especially women's services, you can reach us out at 845-260-3092. Great. Thank you, Patricia. Can you tell us what sexual health reproduction is and what that program entails? Sexual health is finding ways to keep yourself healthy while enjoying yourself sexually. And basically, it's finding ways to interact with someone who may be uh, sexually active. So everyone sexually active is at risk for HIV and STIs. So todas las personas que están sexualmente activas están expuestas o de, uh, pueden enfermarse del VIH y enfermedades transmitidas sexualmente. La salud sexual es cómo nosotros podamos disfrutar de una relación sexual saludablemente. So health wife is finding ways to reduce your risk for HIV. So in sexual health is promoting contraceptive, right? Um, in teen pregnancies, we know that we focus on contraceptive use amongst teen uh, as a strategy to prevent pregnancy. In this case, we're not only preventing pregnancy, we're preventing sexually transmitted infections and HIV. En el servicio de salud sexual promueven mucho cómo eh, prevenir eh, transmisión o, o prevención de embarazo eh, en, el, en la relación sexual. En el caso de lo que yo ofrezco es cómo tener una relación sexual saludable y reducir su transmisión del VIH y enfermedades transmitidas sexual. We have assorted condoms that we use or we provide available for all those who are interested. We have colored ones. We have flavored condoms. We have dental dams that protect people that are having oral sex, right? And everything that makes your liver quiver, right? We're in an open society where sex is not as taboo as it used to, but then we still have you know, areas where sex is taboo. So, estamos hablando de cómo uh, prevenir eh, todas estas enfermedades, pero también teniendo gozo y hablando abiertamente, sabiendo que muchas veces en nuestra familia el sexo o hablar del sexo es tabú. No se habla, no se disculpa, no se conversa, es como tú lo aprendes, ¿vale? So promoting behaviors is to uh, of prevention is how to utilize a healthy sexual environment and health um, and also enjoying yourself. So if someone is sexually active, we offer all different assorted condoms available. We also mail condoms to people at home and we provide condoms for free. There are no charge at all. And we explain the diverse types of condoms. There's a condom that is for one size fits all. There's other condoms for those who may be gifted and they have access to, you know, extra large condoms. We also have a female condom that is known as 
as a contraceptive partner. And because we don't talk about the female condom alone, the female condom can be used in different uh, ways. They can be used vaginally. You can cut a condom that is made for females only and make them for latex use for any other sexual activity. Eh, tenemos también prevención y tenemos um, condones que se pueden usar solamente para la mujer y también se pueden abrir para otras utilizaciones como sexo oral, etc. El condón de, de, de la mujer se puede utilizar hasta ocho horas antes de tener relación sexual versus el condón masculino que solamente se usa cuando el hombre está eh, estimulado y se usa en esa forma. So we not only have assorted condoms available, we also talk about risk reduction. And when we talk about risk reduction, we ask what is risk reduction, right? Uh, risk reduction can mean anything to reduce your risk for HIV and STI, as well as practicing safer sex for HIV and STI. So cuando uno está hablando en cómo reducir su transmisión del VIH, estamos hablando en qué usted tiene en sus manos para poder utilizarlo. Cómo reducir la transmisión del VIH. Eh, muchas personas no pueden tener la posibilidad de tener un condón disponible y entonces le, le recomendaron que si ellos son las personas teniendo relación sexual, que ellos, si ellos son la persona abajo, ¿verdad? Se llama el bottom. Esa persona está recibiendo el, el fluido corporal, so le, les recomendamos que como reduciendo el riesgo es levantándose y enjuagándose para disponer del de cuerpo corporal. So in our case of risk reduction, and we're talking about a male and female, the bottom person should be the person who get up and rinse themselves. It's getting rid of that body fluid that reduces the risk for HIV. So the next question we have for you is, Are there specific age groups that your program caters to? Like, is there a certain age cutoff? Yeah, so our program usually targets age group from 19 up. So basically, we can go to the high schools and educate age appropriately, of course, on those younger population, but our funding uh, provides services for older population already maybe in, in college for their first years and from ages 19 and up. So nosotros ofrecimos servicios para aquellos que son 19 años para adelante. Sí podemos ir a las escuelas y educar a aquellos que son menores, pero siempre vamos a usar el lenguaje apropiado para aquellos que son menores de 19 años. Pero nuestro programa está fundado para ofrecerle a aquellos que están comenzando colegio y son mayores de 19 años para arriba. Being that we are in the baby cafe, could you talk a little bit more about the risks involved with sex after pregnancy? Okay. I'm not a medical professional. I do have a little bit of medical background, but I will answer that according to my information or my knowledge. Women who are sexually active after pregnancy, it can be just like any other woman who is sexually active. Um, if it's a natural labor, okay, their bodies are, you know, just labor natural labor that they had and so we recommend them to use condoms as always with every sexual act les recomendamos que si una mujer da a luz vaginalmente normalmente como cualquier otra mujer eh, debe usar eh, prevención eh, en con todo eh, acto sexual para prevenir el vih y enfermedades transmitidas sexualmente no hablando de embarazos 
fuera de planes eh, fácilmente, ya que la mujer está más fértil cuando acaba de tener un niño. So I also mentioned that not only are we preventing HIV, of course, and STI, a woman who just had a child is very fertile. And so uh, to prevent unwanted pregnancy, we also recommend condom use at all sexual acts. What are the risks associated with breastfeeding and sexual activity? Well, the body fluids that transmit HIV, we should first note them down. So blood being the first body fluid because it has the higher concentration of HIV virus in it. We also have semen, which is the body fluid of a male, and uh, the meatus, which is the tip of the penis of a male, uh, has precum. So basically, precum and semen can transmit HIV if that person, of course, is infected with HIV. A female identify uh, has two body fluid, vaginal fluids and cervical fluids. Those two fluids transmit HIV if, of course, the female is positive. Now, if the female is positive, all her body fluids have the virus in them. So those women who just had a child, they're recommended by their primary care not to breastfeed. They could have other alternatives such as uh, breastfeeding programs that have people who are uh, healthy so that they are able to um, donate breast milk. Uh, so hay alternativas para aquellas mujeres y estamos hablando de los cuerpos corporales que transmiten el VIH. Primeramente sangre porque es el más eh, alto riesgo de cuerpos corporales que contiene el virus en el en la sangre. Ahora, si la persona está infectada, también todos sus cuerpos corporales están infectados. O estamos hablando si el hombre está infectado, el semen y el precum, que es lo primero que sale de, fluido del pene, puede transmitir el VIH. La mujer tiene dos cuerpos corporales que se llama fluidos vaginales y, y fluidos cervicales. ¿okay? Si la mujer está infectada, esos dos cuerpos corporales también están infectados. Entonces, si esa mujer está embarazada y quiere dar leche materna, les recomiendan que vaya a otros pasos para buscar a aquellas personas que donan su leche materna eh, siempre y cuando el examen salga claro que pueden donar esa leche materna. Pero para la mujer que está embarazada y que va a dar a la luz, no es recomendable darle la leche materna porque ese cuerpo corporado está infectado y puede ser transmitido a ese niño que nace y ponerlo a riesgo. So all children that are born for women who are infected with hepatitis or HIV are highly recommended by their primary not to breastfeed because they can transmit HIV and hep C when they're lactating their child. For maybe moms who have preteens or teens, what are your recommendations for approaching conversations about sexual health with teens? It's very challenging sometimes for the parents to actually talk about sex. However, I've noticed having my own teenagers at home that it is actually easier to talk to teenagers. They're more open to receiving the information if you start very early in their life. Now, if you're a parent who does not like to talk about sex, then the challenge is really, is really for the parent 
not for that teenager. The teenagers in today's society are open to receiving the information. And there's a study that says that the sooner you start educating your children on HIV, STDs, and sexual health and sexual activity, the sooner they can put that in practice, the sooner they'll understand and absorb that information and learn from it. Estamos hablando de cómo nosotros podemos como padres educar a nuestros jóvenes del, del tema de salud sexual. Y yo mencioné que es más difícil, yo creo, para los padres hablar de salud sexual o del sexo eh, en contra de, de los jóvenes, porque los jóvenes en el, la sociedad de hoy son más abiertos y están dispuestos de aprender más y entender más que nosotros los adultos que quizás eh, nos criamos en una casa donde eh, no se hablaba del sexo y es como si fuera tabú. Pero es bien importante que nosotros comenzamos temprano, en un temprano edad, para hablarle a nuestros jóvenes de eso. Porque los estudios han dicho que más temprano tú le hablas a tu joven, más temprano ellos se educan y aprenden de eh, la salud sexual. And the last question we have for you is, why is it important that we have open and honest conversations about sexual health and the risks of being sexually active? Very important and one of my favorite questions. I recommend uh, to be open about your sexual, your sexuality first. First of all, you have to know what is your sexual drive? What is your preference? What do you desire as a person before you even become intimate? So there's a sexual preference and then there's a sexual activity so you have to know what you would like sexually and then understand that this is your body right and so this is your body so you have to know what you would like to do and what you would like to to protect yourself against right and so if you are a female identify and your sexual preference is male how do i get pregnant or how do i prevent hiv or sti well it's talking about the different types of condoms that are available right a flavored condom different sizes condoms um what are we preventing so first of all before you are sexually active i recommend people that are going to be sexually active to know their status right nowadays it's okay to take out your card and say oh i'm hiv negative um what's your status right it's so weird if we can talk about all kinds of things i am sure you can feel comfortable talking to someone about sex so first of all let's know our status if i am hiv negative and i have no stis right then you're hiv negative we both know our status then what do we want to do moving forward and it's knowing our health our sexual health before getting sexual active what are your preferences what do you desire what do you want out of the sexual experience and then talking about what are those different condoms available for those sexual preferences eh, estamos hablando de la, la sexualidad cuál es tu sexualidad cuál es tu interés sexual primeramente cuando uno sabe cuál es su sexualidad, qué te atrae sexualmente, hablar con tu pareja de lo que te interesa, qué tú quieres hacer, qué es lo que tú quieres sacar de esta experiencia sexual. Entonces, hablar de los medios que hay disponibles para uno utilizar en esa actividad sexual, para entonces uno saber qué uno, uno quiere y qué uno quiere salir de esta experiencia. Y yo recomiendo primeramente es saber los dos, las dos personas si ellos son negativos del VIH y ex hacerse el examen para que los dos sepan cuál estado están y entrar en esa sexualidad en una salud sexual activa pero 
saludable, donde los dos ustedes están compartiendo sus cuerpos corporales, pero no hay infección. So, in other words, it's also finding out your status and being able to know that you can share body fluids if they're free from HIV and STI. So if you know your status, then you can indicate if you want to use protection and if not. And to know if you're in a monogamous relationship, meaning that you're only sharing body fluids with one person. And if you're not, then knowing what you're going to do to prevent those body fluids that can be infected, transmitting to those people that you're sharing your sexual experiences. Y también saber si va a estar compartiendo con una persona sexualmente o varias personas. Y entonces, ¿qué vamos a hacer si estamos teniendo relación con una persona o más? Y cómo nosotros podemos prevenir el uno al otro para transmitir el VIH o enfermedades transmitidas sexualmente. Es salud sexual. En otras palabras, tener sexo en un ambiente donde los dos se puedan disfrutar, pero tener salud sexual. En otras palabras, mantenerse libre de todas aquellas enfermedades que lo puedes enfermar. So it's having sexual health, having enjoyment while having sexual activity, and also staying safe. Thank you for that answer. I think it's just important to note that taking care of yourself and your sexual health is not only out of respect for your partner, but out of respect for yourself. Um, and I Absolutely. think we all just prioritize respecting ourselves and taking care of ourselves and doing what's best for us, especially when it comes to sexual activity. Absolutely. Um, those are all the questions we have for you, but if anyone else has questions that they would like to ask. I would like to ask, uh, at what time is it recommended or can a, a teen, like a 14-year-old, 15-year-old, at what age is it recommended for them to get an HIV testing or can they? Yes. So all, anyone who's sexually active can get a test without parents' consent from the age of 12 on. Now, if for any reason that child is, or that 12-year-old or 14-year-old, after they're experienced sexually, at high risk for HIV. For example, if that 12-year-old becomes HIV positive, it's when that counselor talks to that child uh, to then discuss how they're going to um, inform their parents. However, in the mid, in the midst of the test, it's confidential, but there's also a leeway of how that parent will have to be informed on that status. Believe it or not, there is times where uh, teenagers decide to be sexually active, and unfortunately, because of lack of knowledge or information, they have been exposed to HIV with their first sexual act. And so it's very unfortunate. That's why we're here to educate the adults and the families. The listeners can also understand that um, HIV uh, does not discriminate. There is no face for HIV, but we can get a free test and they're all offered at any site for free. And also keep in mind, teenagers can be sexually active without telling their parents. So it's also keeping um, an open discussion that sex is a human thing. It's desires of the bodies and also needs of the body. It is known that sex brings people to be happier. It, it releases energy. Boxers, before they go into a fight, they are asked to retain from sexual activity so that they have the stamina that they need and that drive to have a fight. So estamos hablando de que eh, los niños o, 
o jóvenes de la edad de 12, 14 años pueden consentir a un examen del VIH, pero también estamos hablando de que el sexo no es nada malo, sino es que es algo que se puede disfrutar y hacerse con consentimiento y también entender que el sexo en el cuerpo, en el ser humano es natural, es para debilitar desvirtirse, eh, tener un tiempo bueno y también es necesario en el ser humano ten, tener relación sexual porque sabemos que aún aquellos que son boxeadores retienen de tener sexo antes de las peleas para tener más, más energía, más fuerza, más vigor para una pelea. Eso es, se conoce que es algo bien importante en el ser humano. So it's very important that we know that sex is not bad, but it should be done safely. Um, and consensual. Thank you. I just hope that by having these conversations, we sort of make it more natural to be open and, you know, make it judgment free. So again, thank you for taking the time to talk to us this morning and for, you know, helping us have these important conversations. Oh, anytime. If anyone listening is interested in being interviewed or know someone that might be interested in being interviewed for our podcast, please reach out to us via text or call at 845-248-3942. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you.